Good morning, girlfriends. Today is Thursday, March 19th, and our Thursday devotionals are from Becoming a Vessel God Can Use, and our author and teacher is Donna Parto. We are in the middle of labels, and we talked about Rahab last week, and today we're going to continue with the story from the author. Again, a picture of Rahab comes to mind. This time, she is lying on her bed at night. Her husband Solomon and her young son Boaz are fast asleep, but sleep won't visit her tonight. The memories are coming back again like a flood. There is always the hardest time of the day, the darkness, this lying in bed. She tosses and turns. She shakes her head and unconsciously puts her arms in the air, trying to push away the memory, trying to push away the stranger in the dark. She pleads with God to erase each memory. She pleads with him to free herself from the awful places that haunt her in the night. Do you know what that's like? Are there things you have done and places you've been that haunt you in the night? Uh, This is from the author. I remember one particular house I used to go to where everyone hung out, buying, selling, and doing drugs. It was unspeakably filthy. The guy who owned the apartment had a tarantula and a boa constrictor that he let roam the place. Ew. I can remember nights in a drug-induced days, again, this is the author, staring at the most horrible images, images I wouldn't dare describe on these pages. One of the worst was the night I overdosed on drugs and alcohol and nearly died. Those days and nights used to haunt me constantly. Even though I am not that person even anymore, even though I don't deserve the label drug addict because of what God has done for me, sometimes the memories still haunt me. I am also haunted by things I have said, words I wish I could take back. Not just the big things that happened long ago, but recent ones, like last Thursday night at a women's fellowship meeting or yesterday's phone conversation. I regret things I've said to my daughter, arguments I've had with my neighbors, bitter words I've allowed to spring from anger deep within my soul. But one thing Rahab has taught me, and I hope she will teach you too, don't let what you used to be prevent you from becoming who you ought to be. That's a great message. Don't let what you used to be prevent you from becoming who you ought to be. Have you been labeled? Maybe because of something you've done or just because people can be cruel. Maybe a parent or a teacher or children in the neighborhood put a label on you that you can't seem to shake. Susie Stupid, Laura the Loser, Fat Phyllis, or maybe it's something even more recent. Maybe you feel like you've blown it too many times in your marriage, in your neighborhood, at your job, at your church. They've labeled you a lousy Christian. And frankly, you feel like that label fits. You've got to let it go. Like Rahab, we can't let what we used to be prevent us from becoming who we ought to be. How do we know Rahab didn't let that label hold her back? Well, look at the incredible woman she raised. That tells us something about how she must have lived her life Oop, lived her life before him. Read the book of Ruth and observe the character and the integrity of Boaz. Any mother would be called to call him her own. From now on, you hear someone talk about Rahab, the prostitute. I hope you will join me saying, oh, you mean Rahab, the great mom. You mean Rahab, the grandmother of Jesus. That's the one who's com- commanded as a giant of faith. I can't wait to meet her. Will you dare to believe God can use you regardless of the past? When you depend on God alone and walk in confidence, 
rather than self-confidence, there is no limit to what God can accomplish in you and through your life. Great stuff, ladies. That is the end of this chapter, and I'm going to leave you some questions to think on. And remember, have an awesome day, and that you are who God says you are.